Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey to Phil Thompson. Hello, and welcome again to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hello, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. We come to you just about every week here. We've been doing this for like 15 years. And, uh, well, it's not been 15 years, but we've been doing it for a long time. This is like, I don't know, over well over 200 of these podcasts. We did video and audio like nine or 10 years ago. So we've been doing this a long time. So thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We're a tech company and uh, we do other things besides tech. We like to help churches and ministries. So what question are we answering today? What question are we going to answer today? Because we're the experts in this thing. Together, you and I have over 95 years of ministry experience, just about, actually. That's not that far off, you know. I know, that's kind of scary. It's really not that far off. If you, I've, I'm doing this over 40 years. And, uh, yeah, you've been involved in your church stuff for yeah. well over 30, right? So, all right, so uh, from time to time, I get people asking, uh, you know, hey, do you guys have an executive pastor? You know, asking me maybe at my church or other places. So we're, I thought we would talk today a little bit about should you hire an executive pastor? Yeah, so I guess we should. The answer is yes. Is that what you just uh, said? I guess we should first start off with what the heck is what an is executive that? pastor? Yeah, so uh, there's different ideas on this actually out there a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's it just depends on what you want to make it. But for the most part, an executive pastor is usually somebody who has some some ministry capability, they can speak, uh, they, they, they have some pastoral experience so they can work with people, but they also have really a strong administrative gift. Yes, I guess that's, yeah. And, and so uh, I think probably a lot of churches have somebody that handles their business for the most part. There's a business manager or church manager, and I think the way I would personally define this is I would say that, you know, your church manager, your church business manager might be somebody on the board, somebody perhaps that you have put on staff that has business background, has administrative background, but they may not really be um, qualified to do ministerial pastoral stuff. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that's dealing with people and maybe even leading people because, uh, you can handle, you know, you can balance the books, you can work with Excel spreadsheets, but you may not be good at leading people and, and managing people. So uh, I would say an executive pastor has more of those capabilities of leading. Leading than a business manager? Are you comparing a business manager? Or I'm comparing the two of them because oh, okay. a lot of people will have business managers in their church. I mean, oh, usually... Okay. The church gets big enough, the pastor realizes, hey, I need somebody to handle the business here. So there's a lot of times a difference. There's there's many times people handling your business, paying your bills, you know, right. doing all that stuff. Right, okay. And, so, and a, are you, so do you follow me? Yeah, so you're, you're just differentiating I'm business manager first. from executive pastor. Yeah, so That's right. All right. So now I, I was just... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was distinguishing executive pastor from senior pastor. No, so, I'm talking business manager here. We'll talk yeah. about senior pastor in a moment. But right. but I, I bring up the two, business manager versus executive pastor, because sometimes they get mixed up a little bit. And sometimes 
sometimes their their roles are inexchangeable. I mean, they 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 are very similar in, in in many many ways. But the way I would define an executive pastor is somebody that that they might be the guy paying your bills. I work with a small church of about a hundred people. I do that part time. I've talked about it here before. I'm their executive pastor, so I I kind of because we're small, we're only around a hundred people. I go ahead and handle most of the business stuff, and I speak occasionally, and I lead teams, and I work very closely with the senior leader. So, and that's one of the roles of an executive pastor is that that he or she works very closely with the senior leader. I kind of, I character, and I, we have an executive pastor at my church as well. Actually, you were. I was at one point. The yeah, executive pastor. Now there's a different executive pastor. So um, there, I'm, I'm trying to just characterize the role um, and I kind of see it as the guy that makes everything happen. So it's, um, you know, the, the senior pastor is presenting the message and um, uh, yeah, shepherding the people, doing the vision. Not necessarily shepherding as much as you might think, but go right. ahead. That's true. That's true. You're That's right. Somewhat. I mean, That's somewhat. To some degree. Yeah. Especially at the role at our church, the, the senior pastor is not the shepherd at all. So, but, but I'm just, just the Sorry, executive Jeff. pastor has some characteristics of the senior pastor, but they're the one that's, that's rolling up their sleeves and fixing and making happen, right. um, yes. you know, making sure that the church is running. And when there's problems are typically the one, and they deal a lot with the physical world as well. Yes. Um, making sure that. Um, you know, if there's a facility that needs an AC system fixed, they're the ones right. that's going to make sure that that's, that's all taken care of. And, yeah. and that the, the operation of the, the day-to-day, -day, the operation of the church is just happening. Yes. And, and, and again, this, this executive pastor that we're talking about here, at least in, in the position I would, I would, uh, the, the roles I would put into it would be. Uh, he or she may not actually be doing the job of, of of chasing down somebody to fix the AC unit, but 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 he or she would be directing maybe the maintenance team or directing people, leading teams, right, to, to do some of those things. Not that they don't necessarily roll up their sleeves and fix the toilet once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. But but the, the 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 truth is, you know, your business manager they pay the bills, they do different things like that. But the executive pastor would oversee all that. So right. yes, they're responsible. Yeah, and we and had, obviously, go ahead. Yeah, we had. I mean, just characterizing, we had a business manager for a while, and they were more in the role of a, a bookkeeper and a CPA kind of thing. So the leadership was not there. They kind of made sure the bills were paid and looked at the income and outgoing and all that sort of thing. Executive pastor is more of a leadership role, as you were talking exactly. earlier. Yeah. Leading teams, working with working with team leaders, yeah. working with people, key volunteers. Can, can be good. called upon to teach yeah. on a particular yeah. Sunday, although that's not their first Remember. gifting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, we answered the question. What is it? Yeah. So the so we haven't answered the question. Should you hire? Yeah, that's the big. So we question. figured out what yeah. Yeah. what one is, and yeah. Uh, so there's differences of opinion on on when you should hire one. I think you know, depending on the size of your church. I mean, I was talking to you off mic here a little earlier. Uh, you and I both know Dan Ryland, 
who used to work with John Maxwell, uh, and Dan Ryland, uh, in one article he wrote a while back saying that you shouldn't hire an executive pastor until you're at least a thousand people. And I was like looking at that, kind of scratching my head going, I don't think I buy into that. Uh, of course, he would say, well, you know, yeah, there's lots of business going on, lots of activities going on, but you would just have your business manager handle that stuff. But, you know, I mean, and he's, you know, he's he's way he's way above my income tax bracket. So I'm sure he knows what he's doing. But I think there's differences of, of opinion is what I'm getting at here on when you should hire an executive pastor. Maybe you, man, it's true. Maybe you just need a business manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it, but I think what I would say, and you feel free to pipe in on this, I feel like the executive pastor kind of comes along and stands beside the senior pastor and really helps the senior pastor in a lot of different areas, becomes his or her right-hand per person to, to really uh, implement the vision, you know, right, right, implement yeah. the, the, the leadership. Yeah. So the senior uh, pastor yeah. coming up with the vision and the, and the executive pastors executing the vision. Yeah, exactly. Execution. It's all about execution. So that person, you know, has to have some good communication skills, uh, has to have, you know, they have to be able to get up and, and, and when called upon to speak, uh, maybe not always give the primary message, but but get up at maybe a certain certain points during the service or certain days where we have services. That person has to be a good communicator. They have to really understand the vision and the mission of the church. They have to really be on the same page as the senior pastor, the senior leader, uh, because that the last thing you want is somebody to get up and and send mixed messages you know, to the congregation because they're either not on the same page or they don't fully understand the vision or whatever it is. You know, that person has to understand their role. The executive pastor has to understand what their giftings are and their roles are. And uh, and to me, it's a very, I'm just, you know, I, I've done, I've been a senior pastor for almost eight years, but I've been an executive pastor a lot longer. And to me, it's a very vital position because you have to have a lot of giftings uh, you know, not only do you have to, you know, be able to speak and communicate well, but you got to work with people uh, and you have to have good people skills. And that's not always something you get from not to knock business managers, but some people that are, you know, X's and O's and numbers people, they aren't always the best when it comes to relationships and, and dealing with people. So you've got to be able to do some of that and, and work with people uh, so that you can implement you know, the vision of the church. So, um, yeah, speaking of that, there's typically the, the executive pastor also typically has some, I don't want to call them technical skills as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're just a lot more <laughs> multifaceted than, um, uh, they, yeah, they can be. And, and, you know, I think they're always underpaid <laughs> because <laughs> of that. Well, you know, and obviously I'm in it, and so I'm going to be a little biased. But I think because of those of that range, of, you know, they have to have a range of understanding. And again, the senior leader, that person is called upon to really help bring the vision of the church, prepare, you know, messages that inspire people, that motivate people. Uh, they they do need to have a lot of giftings and energy to be able to to implement those things. It's a gift. I mean, being a senior pastor is a gift just like being an executive pastor is a gift, just like being a deacon is a gift. 
you know, or, or uh, you know, a, of an elder or something in the church. We have to understand our giftings and, and be able to, to function in that role. And uh, not that you don't step out outside of that once in a while when you're when you're called upon, mm. but uh, it, to me, it's it's an important position that does you, you got to have an overall picture of what's happening. And so, uh, you know, again, delegation is very important as well because you know I, I've got this little church that I work with. It's a hundred people, right? You would be surprised, and I'm sure there's people out there listening to this podcast that would agree with me. You'd be surprised. Just the amount of activity and amount of things that, that you know, 100 people can throw at you. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of people, maybe to some some folks, but there's a lot going on. And you've got to be able to manage that stuff and delegate to other people to handle the requests and things that come up. Oh, here, we'll switch topics here. Or, or So moving on here. So we're talking about when should you hire an executive pastor? So I know there's a school of philosophy that um that tom or john maxwell what's i what's what's hard for me to to, to say john maxwell because i worked very closely with a guy named tom maxwell for many years so getting the two confused um and john would advise that you want to put your staff in place and grow into it right he would yeah. say he would be one that would be that would be hiring a recommending that you hire one before you need one so that your church can grow um, so you're not limiting the growth of the church you have that leadership in place yeah and that's kind of the philosophy i remember many many years ago working with your senior pastor jeff love back in the mid 90s and we had that same exact discussion and of course, John C. Maxwell's been around for a long time, and I think that's probably where we got a lot of our thoughts and material. And that was the idea was, you know, we were growing, we need to hire somebody. I was already involved in the church doing music and other things. And, uh, you know, Jeff recognized my uh, wonderful talents when it comes to uh, whatever it is I do. And so that's what we talked about was growing into the position. And and again, that's important to do. Now, Which of course, is, you have to have your ducks in a row. You, it's so easy to say you should do that, but then it's really challenging to actually do it because you're like, we don't have the budget. We can't afford the people we have already. How are we going to hire somebody else? Um, yeah, and it and that comes back down to the senior pastor and I think the leadership team or board, whatever you want to call your group. They have to have that vision and they have to have that understanding that, look, this is a necessary thing that we are going to need sooner or later. Mm -hmm. So how do we approach that? Uh, we got to be thinking about this. And do we step out in faith? Do we hire the person part time if they're able to work part time? Maybe do we mm -hmm. do we do something where we kind of ease them in that position? Uh, but you do have to have a plan. Uh, and again, you know, we're talking about planning for the future here. So, uh, you know, you got to be thinking ahead. And again, the role of the senior leader has to prepare people for that. And I can't tell you how important it is to get vision out there, whatever it is you're doing, to get uh, it out there and help people understand what it is and, and get their feedback and get them to hopefully embrace it, uh, you know, and add to it. All right. So. I guess in one sense, you got to step out in faith to um, execute the vision you have in place. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be a what the the law of the leadership lid or 
What's the John Maxwell? That's I'm another mis- one. I'm this is a John Maxwell this. day here. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're never the law of the this. lid. The law well, of the lid. Yeah. That that's related, I guess. It's it's you'll never your organization will never rise above the level right. of your leadership. Right. So putting another hiring an executive pastor that was focused full time on a particular role is raising the lid of your leadership. It's it's equipping the ministry to grow into it, even though you might not have the budget or it seems like a real stretch. So yeah. um yep, so, that's right on. Yeah. yeah. So um what um where do you find or what what makes up a good executive pastor? What is there a are they a particular uh, Myers-Briggs personality or <laughs> is there a certain I, skill set that comes with them or, um, you know? Yeah. Well, as we were saying earlier on in the podcast here, they've got to have some administrative giftings and skills. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, Myers-Briggs temperament thing would probably be a good thing. Uh, what's yours? Your, yours and I are very close. I can't remember. What's your what's your Myers-Briggs What's your initials? I can't remember. Think what, I am INTJ. I think that's what I am, INTJ. Or where's the what's the feely part? I might have an F in there somewhere. Uh, uh, they couldn't decide if I was F or if I was uh, J. Is it maybe? I don't remember now. Well, J is the numbers. judging. So okay. I am definitely judging you. You may share that. With yeah, me. you are very good at judging people. Um, <laughs> and I can I remember what the I, mean, I can't I remember STJ. But. We should have probably done a little research before we did this podcast. But but uh, I, I think, you know, they've got to have administrative skills. They've yes, got to be able I to juggle things. Uh, but, you know, uh, they also have to have the ability to to work with people closely. And there are lots of people that have administrative skills, but they're just not great at working with people. They don't have the mm-hmm. gifting. Now, can you learn that? Yeah, you can learn it. And I've learned a lot over the years, too, that I'm much better with people now than I was 10, 20 years ago or more. But you've got to be able to empathize with people. And so you've got to have that characteristic, that quality. You've got to have some people skills <laughs> to do right. that. And, uh, you know, those are, are very two important things. And then when it comes to some of these other ministry or church related things, you know, being able to communicate, being able to. And some of that is you learn that some of that right. you, you have to be able to, to to understand how to present material to people, not just a sermon, although that's, I think, important, but also how to communicate to people You know, when you're trying to communicate the vision of the mm-hmm. church or you guys have a new thing you're doing a new project or a new deal that the senior pastor strongly believes in and the leadership of the church is, yes, we, we are all going with. Now you as an executive pastor, has they have you have the role of communicating that to key either staff, other staff, or key volunteers, or even other groups within the church. So you've got to have that ability to effectively communicate what you're trying to do. And a business person, again, no offense, there's lots of business people out there that probably can do that. But what I'm getting at, you know, your question here is, you know, what kind of skills right, do you need? Right. So I'm trying to answer. Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking, <laughs> so here's another one for you. And, and I would, and maybe I'm dating myself here, but um, Radar O'Reilly, 
So you know who Radar O'Reilly is, right? Uh, let's tell. I, I've heard the term, <laughs> but I can't remember it now. I can't. You remember. don't remember? Oh, who's he's, the, he's the he's the from from the Mash. Oh, TV from Mash. Show. Oh yeah, yeah. Radar. Radar. Okay, I, I Radar. didn't recognize O'Reilly, but yeah. yeah okay, the, the TV show right? Mash. Yes, yeah. TV show Mash. So Radar O'Reilly. He's the guy. You know the the uh, Colonel in charge. Oh, you know. So he he was Potter. he was the right hand man to the to the. So there's yeah. a particular element that a plot that would make him you know fit into this executive pastor role. But there's several things that he's lacking that that would not have him fit into that role as well. True. So, yes, he yeah. wouldn't be able to stand up in front of the mash unit and cast the vision and right. be he a good communicator. Capture their attention. Yes. Uh, but he is, do that, yeah. but he, he does have the skill of making sure that things mm -hmm. um, get done Yeah, and follow up and, and he's more of a details kind of guy, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And details are important, you know, and again, uh, over the years, uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't know whether it's just my age or what, but details are escaping me more and more. But the good thing about it is I have other people that I work with, uh, at least in my ministry position here, uh, at my church where I can delegate some details to those people. I've got one gal that's a volunteer and she's just awesome. I mean, she just loves details. I'm like, oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? And so, uh, you know, those kind of things are good. But I, I think when it comes to this, when you when you hire the right executive pastor, it gives the senior pastor that uh, they, they it frees them up to be able to invest more time and energy more deeply into prayer and hearing from God and communicating vision and leadership, uh, you know, primarily communicating uh, the weekend messages uh, and in developing things, helping develop some things like stewardship and and maybe some evangelism ideas and stuff. And then that executive person can kind of take that and, and execute it, as you said earlier. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. But All right. as, as the win to do it, you know, that's, I just don't think there's one pat answer to that. I mean, well, it's, you, you I need guess to you err on the side of early, right? Uh, well, that's what I would do. And, and I think that that's important to do. Uh, but there's, you know, there's various opinions out there. But but I think that, uh, uh, you know, you need to work with your the people that are close on your leadership team, your your board that's, you know, and when I say board, I mean, it's these hopefully these are people that are, you know, embracing the passion of your church and understand what you're trying to do as a leader and, and you know, have discussions over this. And and I wouldn't do it right away, but I would have I would be thinking about it. I would throw it out there. I would definitely have multiple discussions with key people in your church. Uh, you know, those who are very much involved in your church. We've talked about this before. People that are, you know, support the church financially, support you as a pastor. Uh, and I would have multiple discussions on that. So you don't just move real fast and hire anybody right. or, or anything like that. But you, you take your time and then you kind of vet that person correctly. And, and then, uh, uh, you know, hopefully that will. But it's not an easy move. I mean, we just said that it's not an easy move. But as as your church grows things have to change. And this is always the thing that most people have a problem with is, is, oh, things are changing. Well, that's part of life. Everything in life changes and change is really not that hard. It's our resistance to change 
that makes it hard. And so we have to be able to communicate to people that, hey, look, we're changing, we're growing, we're moving in the right direction, or maybe we need to start moving in the right direction. So we need to make some changes. <laughs> and that's where you have to prepare people for that so that they understand, okay, yeah, things are going to be a little different. Now I'm not going to be able to just run to the senior pastor every Sunday with, you know, maybe a question, or I can't always run to him or her with some details because that person now, that senior leader is no longer handling that. <laughs> now you go to Phil or you go to Steve, or you go to somebody else that's the executive pastor. And that's hard for people sometimes. I know when I came back on, when I came on to this church about seven years ago, it was hard for them. He was like, oh, you, I got to talk to Phil Thompson about this. Oh, no, you know, that's right. You got to talk to me. And so, yeah. So now I'm pushing it off on other people, but, but, you know, still I'm kind of overseeing all those things. Anyhow, I don't know if that helped. Hopefully this helped. I mean, I, I think it's, it's just a very important thing. We're all about, you know, we do tech, we do streaming video, mobile apps and all that, but we're all about helping the church and we're all about, you know, hopefully enabling you as a leader, as a volunteer to grow spiritually, as well as your church to grow uh, and reach more people and, that's part of the deal is is hiring the right people all right all right i think we beat this one haven't we we beat it we beat it uh, did you hear my desk squeaking was my desk squeaking at all today uh, not too bad well now it is yeah, now it is because i'm moving it. yeah it's wooden humidity all right folks we'd love to get your feedback on this here's how you contact us support at streamingchurch.tv that's one of our deals uh, streamingchurch.tv and I, I always forget to say this at the beginning of our podcast but we got a new website so check it out just go to streamingchurch.tv we've had it up for a little while now but check it out and uh, tell us what you think about it streamingchurch.tv and uh, we'd love to get your feedback on this podcast on our website on uh, you know on the shirt I'm wearing today whatever it might be if you're watching this on video all right Okay, we're done. You gonna wrap it up for us? All right. He is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. Thank you, folks, for the uh, privilege of your time. We're very grateful that you spent some time listening to us. Hopefully, it's been help uh, helpful uh, topic for you. And we'll catch you again. We'll catch you again next time if I can talk on the next edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care. <laughs>